0: This is Pastor Andrea Ellis, and I just want to personally welcome you to the Destiny Faith Church podcast. I'm so happy you're with us today. I trust the word of God will inspire you. So please open your heart and enjoy the word. So um, Pastor has been on a tear lately with these messages. She's been talking about um, intimacy she's been talking about she had a message on um, pretty much here there and everywhere God is everywhere he's omnipresent um, she's been talking about speaking decreeing, declaring and it has just been an awesome uh, awesome, awesome experience and I'm very just excited for what's coming next um, but today I'm going to be talking about the intimacy portion I'm just gonna be sharing with you what I've got out of uh, what I've got out of it my revelation and uh, what God has been speaking to me, and hopefully and perfectly, it can reach you as well. So, point number one, intimacy with God requires our full attention. It requires our full, undivided attention. Now, I know every day, I hope every day, all of us wake up and we pray, we cook, we pray, we're getting ready, we pray. And these things are good. And God honors that, and He, he he's going to bless you for that. But there comes a time every day where we need to set aside a one on one intimate time with God he deserved that he he deserves that one on one intimate time with him so um, so what is divided attention I, I said underdivided attention, but what is divided attention? divided attention is when your attention is obviously in two different places now. It just doesn't just mean we 're doing three different things we 're cleaning and cooking we're, we know we're watching the kids and praying and all that, but it also means we can actually be in the position or in the posture of worship and still be divided in our minds so that 's why it says we have to bring our minds captive into our intimacy. <clears throat> Like I said, you can be physically in, but you can, we can be in worship, we can be on the floor, we can be prostrate, and we can have our minds somewhere totally different. Yeah, we're in position, but we're not in position to receive. It's important to bring our minds captive because our minds can actually take our heart out of worship. Because our mind is not born again, we have to renew our mind every day. Romans twelve two it says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That by testing you may discern what is the what is the will of God. That means we can be our minds can deceive us, our minds can deceive us and bring our spirit out of worship because our our minds are not born again. Now I'm not. I don't want you to be confused in saying that and me saying that we're worshiping with our minds because we cannot do that, but. We have to use our mind as a tool to keep our spirit in line with the Word of God. Philippians 4.8 says, Whatsoever things are true, noble, pure, lovely, think on these things. If it's just so easy just to say, God, I love you, I desire you, I'm here, that we will all have it made. But it's the mind portion that has to be into that intimacy. Our mind, body, And spirit has to be into the intimacy with God to give them true intimacy. Now, a lot of us, well, I won't speak for myself in school or at work. You might be in a meeting, and you're in the classroom or you're in the office. And you, I have no idea what I just learned. I am in position to receive everything the teacher has for me to get. I'm physically inside the classroom. And I have no clue what just happened. Am I the only one here? We can literally be in position and not get it. Now, you might get some nuggets. You might say, oh, she taught about this, and I know the homework was this. But you don't get the full revelation, or you don't get the full lesson if your mind is not brought into the classroom. And that's the same thing when we are being intimate with God. So in 1 Chronicles 22 and 19 it says, set your heart and soul to see God. Now we know our soul has reference to our mind, will, imagination, emotion, and intellect. So we can say, set our heart and mind to see God. We can say that. They, are, they go hand in hand. We have to we can't have one without the other. In order for it to be intimacy. <coughs> We all have heart. We all have a heart for God. I think we all have a desire and a heart for God in here. That's why we're in the building today. But it takes more than just a desire or just a heart for God. We have to, have, we have to, uh, our, our faith brings forth the action. So is, a desire is good, and that's one portion of it. But we have to bring our minds into it for it to be an active in our life. this funny video on Instagram where this a guy he was saying he, to his friend he's like there's that beautiful girl there in a black dress, she's my wife I love her, like I want her, I want to be with her badly and his friend's like oh you're going to go talk to her? He's like no like, you wanted that so bad and it's good you wanted her, it's good you want God but it doesn't do anything unless you actually do something about it you don't want anything bad, al- bad enough unless you do something about it. So number two is we have to have patience and intimacy. A lot of times we get into intimacy, we get into worship, we get into praise, and we don't feel anything. This is not This is just not hitting like I thought it was going to hit. And we rush out of it. But for one, we don't need to feel anything to give God honor, give God praise, and give God worship. And two, who are we really waiting for? We're not waiting for God. We are waiting for ourselves. So while we're rushing out of worship, you, 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 that's you. That's on you. It's literally on you. And we have to be patient with ourselves. A lot of times we're angry. We have strife. We have um, bitterness, all these things. And we're trying to be intimate. But those are all distractions that are keeping us from being into that intimate place with God. So we have to get rid of bitterness, anger, strife, in order to be intimate with God. It's okay to be mad, it's not. It's okay to have a moment, but when you're going into intimacy, you have to let that go and let it to the side, because God deserves more. <coughs> so I have um, another example, I went on a date. Yes, I go on dates. Um, I was went on a date with this girl, and it was the first date, and I'm like, okay, like, getting ready. I'm on my way, I'm like 30 minutes away, 10 minutes away, you know, I'm 10 minutes away. Get to her house, and she comes out 30 minutes late. I said, what in the world is going on? I said, oh my gosh. I was very, very upset. I'm not going to lie to you. But needless to say, the date went on, went good. I got another date, of course. And uh, she went out again, and the same thing happened. I picked her up. It was actually maybe like 35, 40 minutes late. So I'm like I'm ticked at this point. I'm like, Okay, she gets in the car and I'm just had got an attitude. I'm trying to like shake it off, but I'm just pissed. I'm really mad. So she's actually telling me something that's really important and you ever been so mad you just like your ear just shut off? And you're just like I can't hear. I don't I don't know. I can't hear it. It's like just just take a breath. And like I was saying, she was saying something that was really important with mom and stuff, and I was so mad and so like frustrated I did not hear what that intimate moment she was trying to have with me. And actually it was justified in that moment, but I did not hear it because I did not let go of that impatience or that anger in order to hear. So the intimacy was there, but my mind was not in order to hear it. So my third point here is be intentional in intimacy. So you can't make intimacy a tradition or a habit necessarily. You have to be intentional with your intimacy. And Mark 7, Mark seven thirteen says that the traditions of man made of God were effect. And it goes along with this perfectly because we can do the same thing every day and not have any results. We can be in worship or be in the presence, quote-unquote, and have the results because we are just going through the motions. Um, if anybody played basketball, they know, if you don't know, there's an intentional foul and there is a regular foul. They can both look the same. Uh, can you come up for a second? I can act like you're doing a layup. I can go up, foul, oh, shoot, my bad. I didn't mean to foul him. That's me and... You know, I got a foul. I could do the same thing, foul. But you go back to the replay, and the refs are trying to differentiate if it's an intentional foul or a regular foul. And if you go back to the replay, it's always like a wind, they, they call it a wind-up play. If you wind up, it's not a play on the ball. That means you're going to foul somebody. So with that being said, intimacy has to be intentional. It can't just be repetitive. It can't just be something. Okay, this is. I got in the same posture. I'm on my knees every day. Same posture. God made me here. No, you have to have the heart to listen. What does God actually want you to do? Does He want you to get on your knees? Does He want you to lay prostrate? So it might be different every day, but you have to hear and be aware that this is going to be an intentional worship, and it might look different every day because if it looked the same every day, is it really? Are you really listening to God? so what is your full attention and intimacy it is the desire so like we said we all have a heart and a desire for God which is good and that's a start but we have to step, take a step further number two it's posture of worship so getting your body into position of worship uh, three bring your mind captive in order to keep your spirit in line and number four letting go of anger and strife these are ways you can constantly stay into an intimate place in worship without any distractions. So uh, James 4, and he says, draw near to him and he'll draw near to you. I believe that God is essentially always drawing near to us. I believe that when we actually draw near to him is when we gain the access to him drawing to us. So it's not like we're like, okay, God, I'm waiting for you. Like, no, he's waiting for us. <laughs> so draw near to him and do access what he has for you. So just in closing, things to remember is in intimacy, have desire. And of course, that's the easy part, really, is having the desire. We desire a lot of stuff, but we don't get it because we don't do it. So we have to have the heart, the desire, get in the posture of worship, being a, uh, bring the mind captive into the environment, and let like what's trying to I trust that word blessed your life. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. And I want you to know that at Destiny Faith Church, we're more than a church. We're a family.